Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, scumbags. This is the Scummy Mummies podcast. With your hosts, Ellie Gibson and Helen Thorne. Welcome to the Scummy Mummies podcast. It's me, Helen Thorne. And it's me, Ellie Gibson. And back with us, we have the fabulous, the wonderful Abigail Burdett. Oh, Hello. No. Welcome no, back. You have been on the podcast before, but it was years ago, Abigail. We were just going down a little memory lane there, weren't we? Oh. About how many years it was? About 10 years? Yes, yeah, almost. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's been going on with you, Abigail? I still have my sanity back then, so that was oh. <laughs> It's a while ago. It's a while ago now. Oh. Uh, what's been going on? I've, um, you know, 10 years worth of life. Yeah. How old are your kids now, can I ask? They're teenage. Well, there's 13 and 11. Oh, yeah. So they're, they're actually good. They're actually, they're kind of pre asshole. Yeah. yeah. So they're, like, I hear from other people with a 13 year old, they're like, ah, oh. mm. mine are not yet. In that they're just teetering on the edge of becoming awful. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. What was it you always say about tweens? Tweens. Hello? They're in between being a child and an asshole. That's what right. oh, that's in between. Yes, exactly. That's one of our lines of money on the stage. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry. There that's you go. great. I've echoed you unconsciously. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they're like mine's are sort. Of, they're sort of practicing being assholes. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. So they're kind of like my eldest has kind of got hold of sarcasm. Oh uh, yeah. So, and she's, she'll do sick burns, like she thinks about sick burns all day, and then she comes home and tries her sick burns on me, <laughs> and they're like really genuinely wounding, and then she's like, did I do that? Is that, did I do that well? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that, that cuts that's back and really on. cool. Yeah, good, good into my heart. Oh, I yeah. love sarcasm. It's good. It's a skill, though. Yeah, that's nice. You, 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 you're an excellent mother. Uh, a thing you know <laughs> in your Facebook, that's... you know your Facebook memories thing. Something popped top of mind yesterday mm. from a few years ago, uh, where someone, someone had tweeted. I'd written an article, and someone had tweeted me to say, uh, "Memo to Ellie Gibson: Sarcasm is the lowest form of wit." Oh. And I'd just been like, uh, "Memo to this person. I'm unlikely to take any advice who starts a message with memo to." Like, yeah, just yeah, yeah, Go yeah. fuck yourself. Fuck off. What is with people, I love a bit of sarcasm. That's that's how I really like it. Yeah, I'm really into it. Anyway, oh, um, I've actually disabled all those memories. Like, oh, every time good. I get one, I delete it. Wouldn't it be great if you could do that with your actual <laughs> exactly. brain? Wouldn't oh, so you just be in memento in your real yeah. life all the time? Just, oh. Like, just like, oh, that incident in the playground in 1986. Oh, delete, uh, delete. Gone, no, gone. no, no, I love that. Yeah, oh, the, I think Barry Ferns called it a shame shove. 
shame shudder but i used to call it the remorse horse like yeah, when you when yeah. you get that sort of thing you go and it's a horrible feeling you're like oh, i just I, i've read I... about that you ha- and it is a biological thing that you have a mm. physical reaction or i do like like sometimes if i remember something embarrassing embarrassing i have to go ha like something like that and my kids are like are you all right and i'm like nothing just thinking about a date i went on in 2001 don't <laughs> oh. worry about it <laughs> apparently you can medicate out of it like you can, oh. I mean obviously you can medicate out of it you can medicate out of fucking yes. anything yes. but there's apparently it's a, it's a it's a B12 or something deficiency is it and if you feel the shape there's something that like if you like Marmite that whole Marmite love not Marmite, like Marmite mm. it's because you ha- are ashamed <laughs> deficiency of vitamin deficiency which is the same it's the same deficiency which makes you feel shame oh, that's why it's so serious. big in Britain I don't know if I'm making this up I like I it I think it's this I read this yes but riddle me this <laughs> anyone who's seen our stage show yeah. uh, or indeed anything we've ever done will know that Helen and I have no shame none <laughs> like we've talked yeah. we a have lot a of people say oh you're so brave wearing them tight costumes going out talking about your vag on stage you're so brave and we always say no it's because no. no. bravery implies a, a presence yeah. of something what we have is an absence we have an absence of <laughs> we shame we lack a lot yeah shame pride. Yeah, yeah, so so you're talking shit, Abigail. This has got off to a really good start. What you have is like more of an attention deficit than you have a shame. Oh, no. <laughs> we definitely like, need a lot of attention. So you go like, I need the attention more than I the shame. So is what? That, I don't know. No, right. no, I know it. No, we're tired for attention. Like, I that's what I want. I'm like, please love me. Oh, Just give me a all day long. Love. But do you like Marmite? Oh, there you go. Yeah, I do like You Marmite. do. Mm. See, See we're, all, we're all in it. We've, we've, we've <laughs> never heard that. I'm going to Google that. Oh, I love it. No, no, no. no, no, no I'm taking it as fact. It's completely wrong, isn't it? And you're going to go, I bet it's been made up by the yeah. Marmite marketing yeah. board. Oh, yeah. It's like Big Farmite, but Big Farmite. That's, that's what it is. <laughs> is. That's what it is. Yeah. Anyway, what are we talking about, Helen? We're talking about our wonderful guest. Um, so, <laughs> Sorry. Abigail. Just talking about me, really enjoying it, though. So you've got you've got two tweens. What yeah. what do you what have you learned from them though? Because like I think I mean not going to say that girls are more interesting than boys, but they sort of are in in, in many in many ways. <laughs> Don't you just said that? Yeah, yeah. literally yeah. just said that. But I, I find teenage girls inherently fascinating because they're growing up in this weird social media world, and you know definitions of women are changing and all this sort of stuff. I mean, I I, I just. I, I, I'm learning a lot, um, obviously, patience and not wanting to scream at the walls all the time because I've got a 14-year-old. And But, I, I, you know, obviously, I love her very much. She listens. <laughs> very, very challenging. And I, I'm now finding techniques, like when she really shits me, I just said, I put my voice very low and go, I need to take five minutes out right now. And that's when I sort of go into the loo and, and vape for five minutes and then come back and go, okay, let's no, let's talk about piercing your septum again. Yes, please. <laughs> yes, that's great. No, tell me your, your opinions on feminism. That's lovely. <laughs> Um, instead of screaming at her, so that that uh, yeah, that 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 I'm I'm learning a lot, and also, but sometimes that is there a is there a equivalent to mansplaining when teens teensplaining? Yes, that's yeah. what I find I like very that. very challenging as well. Them telling you all about wh- oh, what your all... life likes is like, yes, and, and what, what it's like for a woman, and oh, all that, right, they've okay. had like three periods, and you know they're they're very worldly all of a sudden that's and then, nice yes yes I, I listen and then I tell her how she's wrong <laughs> I, my 
mine are, I'm not explaining. I mine are more like they're the terrifyingly one of them's still very cute. Mm. Eleven so, is divine. Yeah, mm. but in that kind of like it, you know, like in a it's a horrible. Uh, daytime movie way like at the you know like the kid that's how I feel about her like she's the kid at the beginning of a daytime movie right. who's like hello hello mommy I love you so much you're so beautiful you you make me so happy you're the best mommy in the whole world and you're like something oh, bad okay, yeah. something bad is coming for this kid <laughs> do you know nice. what I mean it's too yeah. nice and you're like please don't be so nice yeah don't be so nice you're gonna it's like I literally just like oh no don't say that say something awful yeah yeah, yeah. no I mean, something bad is coming, which is, you know, puberty. And, like, it's just like, you're like, life is coming towards you. But, you know, yeah. It's, yeah. No, mine are 8 and 11, so <laughs> I still say stupid things like, promise me you'll never leave, things yeah. like that. And, like, my 8-year-old came in the other day and went, uh, Mummy, I've, I've come up with a solution. And I went, I couldn't even remember what problem we were talking about. Okay, yeah. and he went, um, I am going to move out of the house with you and Dad but I'm going to buy a house on the same road. So technically... <laughs> oh my God, never change. Never change. And I was like... And then people was like, maybe we could have a tunnel. And he was like, all right, just no, no, no we'll see. <laughs> I need some boundaries, guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, I'm not looking forward first, to all that. did the first, you know, I will have to move out at some point. Oh, oh God, God like, like, will you? Will you? No, you won't. Have you seen the London housing market? <laughs> Good luck with that. Good luck with that. Oh, now, fun. speaking of mothers, it yeah. is Mother's Day soon. Very, it? very soon. Yes. And why is Mother's Day this year special to you? Uh, this is us trying yes, to get Yes, yes, yes. Why is it special to you, Abigail? Well, I'm very glad that you asked me that. Welcome. It's because I've written a book. Yes! yes. What's yes, it called? It's called Mother's Day. Yes! <laughs> of course it is. You've written not just a book, it's a novel. You've written an actual yeah, novel. It's a novel. Oh, it's a now, thriller. Helen likes numbers okay. when we're yeah. talking books. How many words? 94,000. How many pages? I think it's 335. <laughs> how it? many chapters? <laughs> 18. If there's an audio book, how long will it be? Have you done I the audio book? I did the audio book, yeah. Oh. Are you about, okay? It's, it's forever. It's, is that enough numbers for you, Helen? Just to yeah. No, no, no. Nice no, no that, 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 that's you all right? You're wet's gonna... my appetite okay. for numbers. Oh, I, right, I, do like, I do like that. Um, but yeah, reading the audio book must have been... I find it really confronting when I did mine. Like, yeah. you, you put all your heart and soul into it, and you're, oh, yeah. And then, and then you have to, like, actually say it out loud and 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 go oh is did i really want to say that bit or you maybe feel very confident in everything no i just really don't i mean obviously you see all the errors as soon as you oh that's lovely yes yes but also i had a lovely producer who kept because mine's very scary yeah who just kept kind of wheeling she kept wheeling the chair backwards into the window in the little booth where i was doing it and going doing this face like like edvard monks the scream just going (laughs) (laughs) every time i was just like Oh my god she wait was, was she like, trying to get you she, in the mood she or was, was just like this is insane <laughs> oh, oh right this that was is, her response yeah, to this the is test just yeah. what is going on <laughs> <laughs> so i was like it's good that she's having a reaction apparently this is the face that you make is because mm, without giving it away obviously yeah. but the book is is it's, dark isn't it super dark so it's a thriller it's got jokes in it yeah but it's a dark, like, you can buy it for your mum if you've got a really good relationship with your mum. 
<laughs> it's very, very dark, yes. Mm. So, yes. In terms of emotional themes or this gory bits and, you It's know. about, in terms of the emotion, so it's about, and the bloodiness of it. Yeah. So it's mm. about um, a woman, Anna, who got left on a traffic island when she was a baby. And then 35 years later, she finds a clue to, in the same bag she was left in. Oh. to her mother's name oh. and she meets her birth mother um, and this, she's this eccentric millionaire very exciting woman and she's like come into my family and you start to go is mm. this alright <laughs> is this family set up alright yeah. so it's one of those ones it's like yeah. a domestic suspense because I I'm fascinated uh, by it because I, my yeah. great grandma was left on a doorstep so she was a founding so um, we'll we'll sort of never know, you know, wh- where, she... where she came from. But in a way, I sort of... I've never looked into it because I sort of like not knowing because then I can pretend that we're actually royalty yeah. or... Yes. You're probably the Romanovs or something. Yeah, yeah. someone said to me, yeah. I might have yeah. been Jack the Rippers. And I was well, like, that's yeah, a lovely Oh, that's a nice, nice, that's a nice thought. thought. Yeah, so, yeah. But basically, but I'm a czarina. That, yeah. There is that thing, isn't there, of like, what does that mean about me? And what does... Because my, yeah, my dad didn't know who his family were and like so really, I suppose there's yeah. lots of that in there mm. kind of like what does that mean about who I am and if I find out that yeah my mum was actually whatever yeah does it be. bother you are you interested in that side of your family I'm a, I'm a bit interested mm. and after I've written it I spoke to my own mum about it she was like oh you oh she was left on a traffic island like your best friend and I was like what I know. And she, uh, like your best friend when you were little was left on a traffic island. On a tra- on the set in oh, the same con uh, on a traffic like, island. On a traffic <gasps> island. I was like, that's what? so weird. I hadn't remembered that consciously at all, but mm. it just obviously hit a wow. gone in. Isn't mm. that weird? That is weird. That's yeah. like, that makes my story look quite shit, actually. I'm going to have said that. <laughs> but I guess a foundling is it is an interesting thing of like mm. that whole like yeah. how much of your is you know it's a whole nurture nature thing going on it's like why am I like what I'm like and what will mm. I find out about myself when I find my family and I think a lot of people feel like if they don't know I'm being very serious now no, no it's if good. they don't know their like their family and their genetic family that that somehow means something about them I went out with a guy who was um who had been adopted and he'd gone across he he was black and his mum so he's half half black American and half white American and then he was adopted um, in England and brought up by white parents and it was really significant um, to him like his whole history and going yeah. to find his birth parents and stuff so I was kind of thinking about him when I, I got the idea I started writing the book when I, I saw this woman on Facebook who'd been a foundling and had found her mum really suddenly. Do you remember when there was that bit of Facebook where everybody had those like little signs like Bob Dylan video and they were like, I was left on a train carriage. Oh, whatever. yeah, yeah. That was a big, big yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. Big thing like 10 years ago. Mm. And then and <coughs> she had just, and the people, so people found their family really quickly and then mm. they didn't know what to do mm. because it's like their whole life changed really, really suddenly. So I saw this woman and she said that she'd found her mum and she's like, I just hope I'm the daughter she's been dreaming of all these years. Oh, God. Mm. Oh, God, the pressure. Exactly. That's nuts. Exactly. Yeah, what was it? What happened? Well, was I she? don't know. I don't know. Oh, but so you've turned that curiosity into, yeah. like, what would that be like if you did actually, you know, 
if you found somebody who was not trustworthy and not reliable. Because that's it. We've heard it. Yeah. Yeah. So my grandmother was brought up as her mother's sister. (gasps) Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the sequel. Number two. (laughs) So because in the day, if you had a a baby out of wedlock, that it wasn't. So... Um, so then, yeah, so she, her mother was actually her, um, yeah, who she thought was her oldest it's sister like was actually. It was, it was, it was. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. And how old was she when she, how was your mum when she found out about that? I can't remember. It was significantly older than mum was like, oh, why was this auntie, um, so nice to me, but it was actually a grandmother. And so oh, those sort of, yes. but it just sort of ruptures your kind of understanding of things. And then, <sighs> um, so she didn't know who her grandfather was and all that so, so you the, all those sort of they're so interesting about you think well you know i know who i am because of you know my job and my friends and and these are things but the unknown has such an impact on yeah. on you as well about how you process things and your relationships all those undercurrents but tell oh, us I mean, more about your no but yeah. that's absolutely like in mm. in the, one of the biggest twists in the book which i won't give away was based on something that's absolutely real so i um, you know, you find out these secrets mm. about yourself, and like there are big secrets in lots and lots of families. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lots and lots of families. You, you've got just out of you two, you've got a foundling. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you yeah. know, so there. You know, so I think it's. I think it's um, interesting, even for those of us who haven't got those kind of secrets, just in terms of thinking about. It's about how much. Um, what a real family is mm. like and how much a family is genetics and how much a family is uh, nurture and care mm. and what what is familial love and yeah. yeah yeah no because i like I, I like the, the very pointy-headed and serious no yeah. so, like, no, 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 no i'm yeah. just wondering what is the oldest you can leave a child on a traffic island because I've just had a very difficult <laughs> half term to be honest with you. I'm just wondering how long you can get it's a bit away like with that. Paddington, please look after this boy. Just put him in Paddington <laughs> just, Station and hope hope for the best. Just really, set up a nice life there. Yeah, <laughs> just between the cones. Yeah, a sandwich. Yeah. yeah. To be fair, most you know British people would just go on a traffic island to sunbathe. Yeah, <laughs> we're all like tops off. Come on, there's a yeah. bit of grass, a tiny yeah. bit of grass. This is it. Tiny bit. Of... It's leisure time. That was that was quite offensive <laughs> when I came to the UK. Actually, quite in the front when I the men just weren't wearing any tops you don't she gets if she man in a with a naked torso she doesn't oh, I don't, don't even I don't even see it and then she'll be like oh in the she'll supermarket. be recoiling I'm like, sandwiches oh. and she'll be like that man's got no top on I'll be like well you know he's living his best life don't, don't fat shame him he's all right <laughs> she gets very upset oh, I find it very offensive I don't, do you but, not like get don't get your top out do you not sunbathe no, no, no. I mean, I don't mind. I don't mind like the being in the nude. No. Have you, have you never done a topless sunbathe? Oh, I have. I have. I have back. I, I wouldn't now. My boobs have, my boobs have disappeared. I, when they were big and juicy, I would, I would quite quite willingly oh. get them out. No. Oh, yeah, where? where? Oh, in, in France. And, and yeah. I did in Ibiza. Oh, they're me. all at it in France, yeah. Yeah. Oh, when I was in Ibiza, though, there was a man in the nude. That well, yeah. in the 80s, my parents used to take us, because in the 80s, like, Ibiza wasn't like it is, all of that. Yeah. It was just fucking hippies, wasn't it? So there's photos of my parents naked on this beach oh. in Ibiza, because that was the thing. Mm. And I'm sitting there in a sundress and a big hat, <laughs> just looking at her like, oh, fuck these hippies. Like, oh. This is bullshit. <laughs> silly, <laughs> silly people. Bring it back. What about you? Mm. Is, uh, do you like a, do you like a tits out on the beach, Abigail? <laughs> Come on, feminism. Well, 
That's ten years ago, yeah. Yeah. Probably, but not now. No. No, no one wants to see that. We're all too tired. To just roll them up. Oh, it's, <laughs> I was going to say this for Scummy Mummy's Confession, but I think it's, it's got more of a thing now. Now that, now that I've just got these two little um, um, crumpets, very thin crumpets, <laughs> mm. just hanging off the front, um, I was wearing a vest to bed, and then I was just lying in bed, and, in you know, on Sunday mornings the kids hop into bed with me, and just one, one bit of skin... Out. skin <laughs> Flat, was just resting under my armpit and my daughter turned to me and said is that a boob I was like, <laughs> it was <laughs> yes memory yes, of boob is. essence of boob Aww. it was just this, this 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 sort of fold of skin as you would say I just touched <laughs> just touched on Adam was saying as you would say like I, I spent my whole life she's talking about talking your about breasts oh, she's yeah. just, 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 just she's always gently looking stroking her underarm <laughs> but yeah I was like no that's that's what happens and they're like but you could just get a boob job. I'm like, this is not the conversation I want to have. Oh. Can we just have some hot cross buns downstairs? Yeah. Instead? Just get a boob job. Yeah, yeah. like that. That is that is a burn. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's so a burn. Extreme. That's a burn. Um, yeah, and I got um, pubic hair shamed by my. Uh, but it, uh, the other day, the kids are like, "Why are <laughs> Go you back going?" To pubes again. Um, yeah. yeah. Why are you going out? And I was like, "I've got an appointment." And they're like, "Where are you going?" Because this is what happened. You get, you get, yeah, um, right. you know, interrogated. She's just got to lie. Um, I don't care. I'm a very bad liar. Very, very bad. I say I'm a serial killer. That explains why I'm out at all hours of the night. You know, always doing a wash. Uh, <laughs> a lot of bleach. Yeah, a lot of bleach. That's great. Some bin bags. That, yeah. I could. Do, I've got that um, on my wall. I've got you know that massive. A board from my novel writing, like mm. a huge board that makes me look like either a detective or a serial killer. So you're like clear <laughs> days. Like loads and loads yeah, of yeah. pictures and like exactly. Just yeah. some knives, just a couple just of knives. knives. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. Shame, sorry. sorry. Yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, um, I've got an appointment. They're like, where are you going? What are you doing? And then I just went, oh, I'm just getting my bikini waxed. And my daughter was like, you don't have to. Who are you doing that for? I'm like, I'm doing it for, I, I think it looks nice. I'm, and she's like, you don't, you, you know, and then she just, yeah, complain. Can't you just say I'm doing it for the guy, whatever guy I'm sleeping with. That's yeah. what I'm doing it yeah. for. And, and that's yeah. fine. Yeah. That's so that I get laid. Yeah. That's which is for me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It feels like, why shame somebody? It's like, no, this will work. Sometimes, like, I find this very difficult with the whole guys you've got to dress for yourself stuff because mm, I'm yeah. like obviously most of the time I dress for myself yeah and then sometimes I dress in order to get laid yeah because you know that works yeah, it feels, that feels more like a nice well, thing I undress that... in order to get yeah. laid but each to their own I'm mean, just <laughs> but take my top off we are on everyone knows that's the signal is that the signal we are go oh, <laughs> she hasn't put on the woolly pyjamas that button up to the neck here we go. Let's, we are off, lads. The, the flag, the sex flag is waving. The flag is waving. I'm so bad at giving those signals. I'm oh. really bad at it. I'll be literally like, I put on a slightly lighter dernier of tights. That's <laughs> surely I Come am signalling very clearly. That's clearly that's yeah, the that's, message. That's sexy times. Yeah, 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 you're absolutely yeah. right. You're yeah. Absolutely right. Because well, yeah. we got sent some sexy lingerie, haven't we? In our in our in our Insta whoring stuff. Do you remember? Oh, we got. Wow. Yeah, you got sent. You chose the Dita Fontes. Successful. Know, I always think she looks a bit pasty, to be honest. But you know, she's a very pretty lady. Doesn't she needs know? to take her top off in England. <laughs> she, yeah, come to fucking Croydon and get your tits out. Then we'll see. That's, you know, that's feminism right there. Oh, anyway, yeah. I can't. I keep looking over at your notes, and I've seen you've written Beowulf. What do you think this is? In our time with Melvin Bragg, <laughs> this was what, this was this was from Woman's Hour. This is from Woman's Hour. Sorry, she, she brought the wrong. She notes. doesn't even know who Beowulf is. She thinks it's a wrestler from oh, WWE. I thought that was a film in the eighties, wasn't it? 
with Michael J. Fox. Beowulf. Beowulf. That would be great. Oh, that's where I am. That's different. I would totally watch a film I would watch it now. With Michael J. Fox. But dressed in the Teen Wolf outfit. Yeah, that would be the best. That's what I thought she meant. But anyway, never mind. I'm sorry, that is for a recommendation for a book club that I have to do. Oh, Oh. you're reading Beowulf in the book club? I thought, well, it's about making recommendations for books with great female villains. So I thought, ooh, what about Beowulf? Yeah, because there's no female villains in Teen Wolf. I wish you could recommend (laughs) that. I could do that one. Why don't you? Yes. There must be a novelisation. Must be. At least a graphic novel. Who's written the novelisation? I'm actually reading a book of Caddyshack 2 at the moment. It's (laughs) marvellous. It's really (laughs) marvellous. I should go on a good read again and talk about it. Yes, you should. Yes. I I mentioned I was on Radio 4. I don't like to talk about it. The other day I looked at BBC Sounds and I just pulled in Ellie Gibson because I was going to listen to your lovely Radio 4 thing. And there you are all over the shop. Done four things. I'm basically Jenny Murray. That's yeah. what I am now. That's I put in my name and Helen Skelton came up instead. <laughs> I was like, well, there we are. She's, she's great, though. So. I love, yeah. No, I much <laughs> prefer to listen to her than myself, to be honest. <laughs> One should never Google themselves. It's, um, that's the good rules. Shall we get... Have you said enough about your book? I feel like we've not. I feel like we've just, I've, as usual, talked about us and not. I've your, I just not talked about my fanny again. That's and my and my and my children's disapproval. I mean, I, I suppose I could say that, like, it's about that. I suppose the relevance for you guys is that it's about that fight you have with your own mother about how to parent your kids. Yes. Mm. So I just wonder if there's anything, if that's a useful... It, I got some fight, like my mum does stupid stuff. Like she always brings dangerous presents. That was the only thing I thought to, to bring. <laughs> <laughs> like, so I was like, you know, maybe there's, I could do a segue into that. Yes. Of like, you know, of, of like the, 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 like how do you bring up your kid? Because yeah. there's a lot of that, isn't there? Like mm. with, you know, my mum traditionally brings round like uh, things which are very, very dangerous for the children. So that's <laughs> like what, like, like a pen knife, a gun. She's. What? I think when she was two. Yeah, I mean, mm. she, when when my young, my eldest was two, my mum brought uh, some some uh, a nativity set that was made of porcelain. Perfect. And she yeah. was like, just don't let her play with it. Because it will smash into shards. <laughs> and I was like, Sh- the sh- shards, isn't it? But once she, once she brought them a plastic bag full of burnt corks. Oh. What? And I was like, like drawing? Literally she was like, I thought that they could daub them around the kitchen. <laughs> like it would be fun. And she burnt them herself. Yeah, she like burnt the ends so that they, <laughs> she could... They could destroy stuff with them. Amazing. But also it was corks and a plastic bag. She once brought, um, I I <laughs> let her take out the baby in the, and she, I came back and I was like, oh, what's she, what's she playing with? What's she playing with? And I was like, oh, it was just a little, a little thing I thought was pretty. And I picked it out and it was like this brightly coloured thing that looked like a butterfly, but it was a set of nail clippers. Oh, oh so Jesus she Christ. She could have like clipped off her own finger with oh. it. It was literally like made bright for a baby to like. Oh, yes. Do you know oh. what I mean? She was like, I don't need, but she's all that stuff and nonsense, your health <laughs> wow. and safety. Why, you know, it's all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, I think a lot of that generation are just a bit like, you guys 
put you know wrap them in cotton wool. Mm. Yeah. And so I mean, I it's just hard to know why you've written of... this novel, this <laughs> violent novel about this. I can't join the dog. I can't. No. I can't. I'm, I'm out, Ellie. I don't. I don't. I don't. I can't She's see the the yes. The mother of my novel is not actually my mother. Although mm. I have said to my mum, <laughs> she does have my. The mother does have a lot of my mum's charm. Oh, charm. Charm. Yeah, charm. charm. She does. She's yeah. very kind of like you know effusive and eccentric and funny. Mm. So yeah. I was like, okay, that's. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, good. But also, like you know, I think it's good to show the darkness between the the daughter and the and and the mother in in this kind of way because you know we all we all want to know the good stories. We want to know, but in the end, they love each other and all that sort of stuff. Like, but inherently, it's fucking difficult. I've, I yeah. and also when you become a mum, I found my relationship with my mother change significantly really yeah like in terms of like how i perceived what she had to go through we had i was one of five kids i thought what do you do that for that's a lot of work you know and understanding the uh my relationship but also now when like my teenage daughter does something mum goes "Mm mm-hmm uh-huh yeah oh it's it's hard is it yeah Mm. and i thought you know and i thought you know she gets it but then i don't know it just sort of uh, I guess I I saw my mum as a much more real person when I became a mum because I kind of go, oh, I get why some days you're really calm and other days you just wanted to yell at us all and all that sort of thing. So I had a deeper understanding um, of that in a way. I don't know. Did it change for you guys? I just <laughs> uh, said a lot of No, stuff. that was interesting. My, I definitely, like, my mum was one of those, you're, when you're a mother... When you are a mother, you'll understand. Yeah. And I think, and I found the opposite. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is good. This is what I, yeah. Which is that as I become a mother, the more the things she did, I'm like, what <laughs> were you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I would like, never do that. I would yeah. never yeah. do that. So, like, quite a lot of things. But, you mm. know, I think it's also just a different time, isn't it? Where, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. I was talking to someone the other day. Their parents used to wrap them in a duvet. And if they went round a friend's house and just leave them in the back of the car. Amazing. <laughs> so they're and like, now we'd be like, what? My what my parents were quite. <laughs> my parents but were quite into alive, safety. Yeah. They're quite into safety. Right. But yeah, we had some friends, some family friends, and I used to go and you know hang out with them for old days and sleepovers and things. It was all very jolly. Um, and they were um, sort of compared to us, quite posh. These friends, and they had a VW Beetle. Right, so me and their little girl, we'd be in the back of the Beetle, and they would drive us like, and we'd go and have lunch, and they quite liked to drink, and I didn't really know that at the time, but in late, I've gone, oh, ah. yeah, yeah. after lunch, very often we'd drive home, and we'd say, can we do it? Can we do it? And they say, yeah, and we'd take the roof off the canvas roof of the Beetle, and my friend and I would stand on the back seat, Ooh. and we <laughs> stick our heads off the roof of the car Amazing. while they drove us around London. Really? Oh. In my memory, we did it all the time. It probably happened like one time for about two minutes. But yeah. Yeah. It, for me, it was it was a really like happy, joyous memory. Give like, you years. time. And then, and then years later, like, I was like, oh, oh, oh. wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have a few of those. From, yeah. Like my mum was a, yeah, she's, she, even now she's like, ah, it's only four drinks. <laughs> Drive. Oh, and drive. Five and drive. We went. Yeah, we went to this. We did this gig in this pub in Somerset years so ago. And we met all these really pissed women afterwards, and we were like, "I was like, are you all right to drive?" And mother went, "Oh, five and drive, darling. Five, five and, and drive. drive." And I was like, "What?" She's like, "As long as you've only had five wines, you're perfectly fine to drive." <laughs> 
was like, like, oh, wow. Yeah. I'm from Catford. We but don't that's, have that. That's country no. as well, isn't it? It's difference yeah. between town yeah, and country because exactly. you can't get anywhere. Like, so you couldn't, couldn't go to the pub. Yeah. No, there was no it's not like you couldn't not drink. It's not like you could not drink. <laughs> don't be ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. I think there's quite a lot of that between our generation and my parents' generation of the whole, like, don't wrap them in cotton wool. I feel like we've shared some scummy mummy confessions on behalf of other people already. But um, we do like to, we do like to share a scummy mummy confession. Um, Mine is, it was just half term at the time of recording. Mm. Um, And I tried to take my children for a lovely day out. Uh, We went to the Cutty Sark in Greenwich, uh, which is, you know, big ship, walk around the ship. That's all done in about 40 minutes. And then mm. you're like, what are we doing now? Because obviously my kids don't want to read all the fascinating no. murals. They don't want to listen to Boring. the speakers with the voices of the no, people. They just want to scroll through they Instagram just... reels. Yeah, just, they just want to go. Because <laughs> the little ones, yeah, yeah, he just wanted to go on the steering wheel thing, as yeah, he called okay. it, the, the ship's yeah. wheel. And then he wanted to hide in the little sailor's bunk bed. That was about, seriously, about 37 minutes that he oh, refused fine. to come out of the sailor's bunk bed while me and the 11-year-old just sort of mooched around going, Ugh. so there was that. So then I was like, well, what are we going to do now? That was really expensive. <laughs> and now we're in Greenwich. And now, what the fuck? So I was like, we're going mudlarking. And they were oh, like, what? And I was yeah. like, I don't know. I've read about it on Instagram. We go down to the Thames and we go in the mud and we'll find Roman coins and these Victorian <laughs> sailor's pipes. Not just a load of tampons. Absolutely no, not. No, no Honestly, needles here. The best found that we had so we, we're on this muddy ri- riverbed and I'm like oh what what? Oh, this is awful and then my son's like mummy mummy I found something and I'm like what and he's like we've got one of these it's a knit comb <laughs> very handy so I obviously made up a story about how you know famously the Romans mm. were always combing nits out of each other's hair it was yeah. a real problem in Roman Roman London Londinium mm. uh, and yeah they didn't they didn't give a shit Aww. so it was it that was my scammy half term what Helen. what a lovely what a lovely thing um in half term I I went on a date for St. Valentine's Day. Oh, oh lovely. Yes, yeah, so that was very nice. You're using your voice that you normally use when you're talking about sex. Why are you... I didn't even voice? have sex that night. Oh, that... Okay. See, this is... So this what is she a... does is just go a little bit more like that. Yeah. Did she just suddenly go a little bit... Oh, I don't know. Valentine's Hello. Day. Um, oh, we... Actually, that, oh, I, I got... Anyway, the, the story it's was I got very, very, very drunk. I got very, very drunk. Um, and I came home. Uh, and the babysitter and the babysitter's mother and my daughter were all waiting up for me. And they're like... Drunk, I'm like, no, no, I'm fine. I was very drunk anyway. Um, but speaking of speaking of masturbation, um, we are, again very good about it. Um, we've had to have very frank and open conversations about it because my son um asked about it and he said, yeah. Oh, you know, what do you need a license? <laughs> Is there a course I can do? Yeah, and so we've been very, you know, I've been been the cool mum and he said, You know, what's jacking off? And I said, Masturbation, jacking and jacking off, we're not Americans. What? What do you think this is, Team Wolf? We call it the wank word. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that. Toss off our best. <laughs> Toss one off. Toss one off. So, yeah. yes. And, he, and, and, and if you're going to move to this country, if you're going to be an immigrant from Australia, Speak come to British. British. You've got to assimilate. Use our words. Speak the fucking no, language. Use Speak words. the language. Oh, dear. <laughs> So, yeah, so I, I said, no, it's a lovely thing to do. And then the daughter yelled out very said, but you have to do it in your own room. 
where else was he proposing? I don't know. I don't. I think I bring very good advice. Yeah. yeah. I said, yeah. And I said, and then he said, and I said, we all do it, but we all do it in our own rooms, and we don't have to tell each other that we've done it or we're doing it. That's okay. you know, or we're you know. I said it's a lovely thing, and he said, well, you do you do it. I'm like. Everybody does it, and, and then and then it's like that's okay. Anyway, cheese on toast. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that was. I need some marmite. I need a lot of marmite. Get the marmite. So get much the marmite. marmite. Get the marmite. Oh, God, God yeah. damn just it. a little hit. Hit me again. Oh. No, no, the first one didn't work. Um, oh. Yeah. So lot, lots going, going on. Very full and Frank's. Yes, yes. That's, that's, that's why go. they get that's in the big box. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Um, do, do you want a parenting failure from me? Yes, yes please. please. Abigail, what's your scummy mummy confession, please? Oh, I have to go please. back a long way to <laughs> anything to share with you. No, and this is a really genuinely bad thing, so please don't write in because I know it's very bad. But, um, <laughs> we I, always do worse things for yeah. the guest's sake, so it's fine. I'll say um, something bad. I, I once, when my child was slightly smaller, I took off her shoes and I saw that her feet looked a bit blue like there was a sort of shape of a blue t-bar shoe on her uh, foot right. and i was like oh no her foot's got stained by the leather i must lick rub it off <laughs> and then i was like trying to rub it off and i was like oh my god it's a bruise oh. and her her shoes were so small for her oh. that they'd imprinted her little feet. and she didn't she, and she hadn't learned because she's an angel because oh. she's an angel it's oh. fine they still fit mummy like, I'm fine they just hurt a little an bit an angel with broken toes <laughs> that's so sad isn't it and I was like I'm the worst mother in the world oh, no. oh, oh so god shoes are too small we've all we've all done it it's like my son got glasses <laughs> and he was very very visually challenged and I didn't no, it was only his English tutor said, "Do you think he might not be able to see? That's why he can't have he can't write handwriting." I was like, "Hang on!" And then we took him to the optometrist. They're like, and he's like, "Q question mark smiley face." I was like, "Oh, I'm the worst mother ever. He can't write because I'm terrible." So there you go. There you go. Oh, sorry, Hugo. Oh, yeah. oh, He'll catch up. We've all done it. Well, that's terrible. a lovely story. So grow back. So, so, oh, she's fine now. Yeah, yeah. that's 
That's but, but yeah. Let's she ask... is quite small. <laughs> well, when she writes her novel in about twenty years, we'll see how far yeah, she is. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see about what, it's about. Yes. what that is. Yeah. Oh. oh well, it's been an absolute joy to have you, Abigail. Thank you for coming back on the podcast. Go on, say things about your book again. When's it out? <laughs> Come When's on, it out. Uh, it's out on the second of March. It's called Mother's Day. It's a thriller. So it's very much if you like something to. It's not. A, I wouldn't say it's not very intellectual. It's like a good read, uh, and lots of amazing people have said lovely things about it. It's oh, kind of, all, the, you, all the yes. buzz is in the air. Yes, some people, some nice people said. Janice Hallett said a nice thing, which was nice because she writes all those amazing books of, like the Alperton Angels, and mm. anyway, she's she's brilliant. Anyway, she liked it. Lots of people liked it, but uh, which was nice because you sort of write a book and then you're like. Oh, God, is it rubbish? I don't know what it is anymore. Um, but it's so big, I'm really not very good at selling, am I? It's a big to no, do. No, <laughs> but it's a big old thing, right? And it's a weird thing. Like I, I was going to say, like as a performer and someone who gets immediate feedback, writing a book is a completely different thing because yeah. you're like going, it's just going out there and you don't know. You, I mean, I'm very needy when it comes to getting validation and things like that. And when I write the We've book, We've established like, we all, we all yeah, need yeah, attention. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. me. Um, like yeah, me. It's, a, it's a big, yeah, it's a big thing. <laughs> Um, uh, my only advice, but you've written. Yeah, no, no. It's, it's like, like it. you don't need to check Amazon every three minutes, which is what <laughs> I did for about I don't know six months. Yeah. You, don't don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. I'm trying not to. I'm trying not to read anything that anybody says, even the good stuff, because I know that it doesn't matter how good, how much people like it, I'll still be going. That's not good enough. <laughs> yeah. it? Or I'll see all the bad things in you'll, it. You'll remember them. Yeah, but I remember yeah. a review of my book um, <laughs> saying, yeah, 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 we get that she really likes her comedy friend and she likes wine. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, that's it. Again, I had a very difficult <laughs> day. You just needed... I just wanted to let it out. Just let it out. Buy the book, everyone. It's brilliant. Buy the book. I know what you mean. I'm terrible. I'm quite. not bad at selling other people's things. I've just said they should buy your book. But just today I did an Insta story going, oh, yeah you should buy tickets to our show it's a good time I mean I can't promise you that and I was like what are you doing you're so bad at this oh don't come don't come don't come you, know, you specifically can promise them a good time that is like you kept, for 10 years you've been carefully constructing a good time yeah yeah but you and know so, yeah, yeah I feel like they, yeah you can promise Ellie and I have that. different opinions about this I, I, I can fly for our show and go this is great and Ellie goes shh no, don't, oh, don't say I'm that I'm clenching now no yeah. I've, so, I've sold it to the telly does that help oh, oh there, you there you go, go. it's amazing amazing go, yeah but I mean we don't know if it'll get made but you know I've sold it there have yes. been options so you never Let's, know that'll be like know it. read it now for the, uh, yes. the comedy sidekick <laughs> characters you've written into the screenplay the teleplay I'm yes. actually playing that myself oh well you know let's come on let's do this probably why don't you come and see our funny comedy show it's so good <laughs> go to scummymummies.com for dates and tickets how is that they're very funny people oh thanks thanks sometimes man. uh <laughs> where are we going in mark where are we oh going my god now? this this uh this year we're going all over the shop we're going to milton Keynes, three big shows at the winchester theater royal then off to Newcastle for a massive show. Please come to that. I've got it That's, up. And this is an 1100 seater, so we need to sell a few oh, tickets to that one. Bugger. Litchfield, Rotherham, Twickenham, Lower Stoft, Oxford, question mark. No, we're not going there. That was my mistake. Mike Galveston, <laughs> don't know. That I really fucked that up, actually. Crewe, Leeds, Birmingham. Yes, that, they're good gigs. Colchester. <laughs> Two nights in Colchester. We, we're going Can I to do it like the chain lady? Yes, yes, yes. Colchester, Wimborne. Basingstoke. Very good. Taunton. 
Uh, sorry, I had to load the next page. <laughs> That's really this good. Is, this is the content we need. Calling at Horsham, Bristol, Tunbridge Wells. Uh, and that takes you through to September. So there we go. That's, All right, that's fine. Yay. That'll do. That'll do. People can't plan that far ahead anyway. Yeah, no, it's fine. Yeah. Ah, um, oh, but that's the end. That is the end. Also, I just a shout out to people of Manchester. We have tried to get gigs, but the people of Manchester in the theatre area won't um, won't email us back. So no. um, stop asking us because I mean we want to come, but yes, yeah. uh, the venue we used to go to said Arts sadly is closed down. So if you know of a theatre or if you work for a theatre, perhaps in Manchester that wants us to come to Manchester, of course we'll go to Manchester. But currently, yeah, you know we can't come and do it on a traffic island, can we? No, cannot. No, no. you can try. thank you abigail thank you for having me and thank you for listening until next time no no but you need you need uh you need a double act you need a couple of you know couple of we could be like a couple of policemen you know policemen policemen do you know what? Everybody I know, everything I watch on Netflix has got a comedy policeman in it. He's a friend of mine. <laughs> it's literally. It's quite a niche, Abigail. Everything I watch, all is either comedy policemen or crones. Mm. My friend Ella was in a Netflix thing recently and I was like, when did we become crone? Well, she's gone. Mm. She's crone. She's yeah. very good. Crone's a very good actor. But well, I was like, this is it. hang on. My dad, <laughs> this is very this most is famous story. role, comedy policeman in The Young Ones. There you go. Wow. It's, uh, so it's what I'm saying is if you don't put me in your screenplay as a comedy policewoman, then you're breaking a family tradition. Okay. No. Um, which obviously only go back three generations because she was left on a doorstep. We'll but anyway, that's all right. That's, you know, here we are. 